0: To the graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised.
1: It's always funny until someone gets hurt, then it's just hilarious. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Well, wouldn't you know who won the Tony Fighter Fest 2019. I am the fallen angel, John Mark. And I'm joined, as always, by a man who changes his name every four minutes. A man who makes a skull mask a must-have accessory. A man who stops suddenly, no matter what he's doing, just to take his glove off. He has zero Miedo. It's Mark, insert gimmick here, Crowver. How are you doing, son? (laughs)
2: Oh, I'm good. I'm good. i Didn't expect that one. To be fair, <laughs> that's probably one of the worst people you've ever compared me to.
1: <laughs> I know it was it was Avramo Gennella, and you know oh, I can't do that to you. I'll take it. I'll take it then. <laughs> you got to take the old pentagram, pentagon, whatever the fuck is <laughs> called this week. That's what it's called, isn't you know pentagram probably <laughs> pentagram pentagram senior. <laughs> I'm good though, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Day off. We're recording early, early dawn. Both off, aren't we? Kip. So
2: we might as well make advantage of it.
1: That's it. I've had a kip. Lovely. <laughs> Feeling fresh? Did. Finally found that uh, New York Mets documentary I've uh, been wanting to watch for about two years. So I watched <laughs> two parts of that. I was quite impressed with that. And then I, felt oh, asleep. I sent you to sleep. <laughs> Bunch of mad cunts, them guys, I'm telling you. Were they? Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, even if you don't like baseball, it's kind of entertaining just for the madness. Off the red. Daryl Strawberry. Is it as,
2: good as a, is it as good as The Last Dance? That was probably the best documentary I've ever watched. Is it, fuck? No, that was class, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> it's a 30 for 30, which is usually quite good value. It's not as good as the Lakers Celtic go I watch. That was fucking belting. Mm. That is like a big three-part, three-hour job, smashing. But it, it's yeah. just pretty decent. Just a bunch of mad cunts, and I like mad cunts. <laughs> we know that. Andre Nada. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy! What a guy! You know, I can't wait to see the madness. I can't, but let's just hope it's in like nothing games.
2: Yeah, <laughs> don't try to take on a uh, Harland or Salah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I think he's underrated. I think he could be better than Edison.
2: We'll see. He's definitely going to be a, a change of pace from Day, or he
1: <laughs> change of fucking passing as well. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love, I love the fact that we've now got Anana and, and Lissandro Martinez instead of De Gea and Maguire. Yeah, that's what you call um, an upgrade, isn't it? <laughs> upgrading, upgrading, playing the ball, 100%.
2: <laughs> I thought Maguire was a ball playing
1: centre-back, mate. Don't remember that Why when we yeah. signed him. <laughs> Lovely touch for a big man. Fucking <laughs> slab-headed cunt. Anyway... <laughs> We should definitely do a football podcast at some point.
0: <laughs> at some point, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're gonna we're gonna start off before we get into our main event. We're gonna start off with a bit of chat about AEW in general. There was a a match on not last Saturday but the Saturday before on the fifteenth of July, that summer saying, was an instant classic. FTR versus the Bullet Club Gold, is it?
2: Chase Robertson, the bang, Jay
1: bang Bang Boys, <laughs> the Bang Bang Gang. <laughs> yeah, not sure about that, but yeah, what did what did you reckon to so that, mate? Because uh, you were all over that like a fat kid on a cupcake, weren't you?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think I would have told you to watch it about twenty times before you eventually got around to. <laughs> um
1: uh, Well, I've got a new torrent site, and it just hadn't uploaded at the time, and I was, I was, yeah, and I didn't have a link. Well, I mean.
2: I think people thought it would be quite difficult for them to actually up to do better than they did the week before, where it was a like a 30 minute classic.
1: Yeah, it was a belter as well. And
2: and then the week after they've they've banged out one of if not the best TV matches I've ever seen. Never mind just tag team. I mean, it was just an absolute throw ride from start to finish. It was just brilliant.
1: It shits on ninety nine percent of pay per view matches.
2: Yeah. When you look, when you think about FTI, it's actually incredible. They've had probably, in the last two years, they've had five of the best tag matches I've ever seen. I mean, I've been watching wrestling for a long time. I'm sure there's others that would say the Young Bucks, blah, blah, blah. But the the three matches they had with the Briscoes, that match with Aussie Open was really good. These two matches. So you can list off what these guys are pulling out on a monthly basis. It's just incredible. And they still don't so get anywhere near enough credit as they deserve.
1: No, to be fair, that box match as well that they had is the best box match I've seen.
2: Yeah, probably. But I've Not never probably, seen Bucks... it is.
1: <laughs> it is, yeah. I've never seen a box match that even laces a glove on this. Do you know what I mean? Nah.
2: A lot of credit as well to Jay White and um, Juice Robinson. I think they've been absolutely perfect for them too. I think you said it, we were, we were just chatting about it the other day. You said it was the perfect sort of, Pick me up. They needed after an absolute shit show of a feud with the Jarrett thing and all that crap. They just needed picking yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> just needed picking up again, and these two just come around at the perfect time for them. And they've had. I mean, I'd love to see it again. I mean, I said to you, I wouldn't mind seeing them have a rematch at the at or at Wembley. Um, that'd be fucking incredible. Um,
1: Five out of seven falls.
2: <laughs> they could do a best of seven series. Eh? That, that's quite popular in AEW, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'll never get that. Just another one. Just one more. I mean, I think I think I was saying to you, I wouldn't mind seeing them actually win the win the belts.
1: Yeah, they'd be they'd be justified to to take them off them because they're the only tag team that really comes close to.
2: I mean, I didn't know an awful lot about Juice Robinson since, to the last sort of two or three months, but he's impressed me massively. Jay White, I've, I've I think he's been pretty consistently damn good for a while now. Like we watched watched one or two of his matches in New Japan and stuff, and yeah, I think he's I think he gets it. I think he's he's got it. He's got what he won in a sort of superstar. But yeah, I just think that match was absolutely superb. Like every every match every fall was like an, like a classic.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like three amazing matches, yeah, wrapped up in one little little package. It was, it, yeah, was, it was belted brilliant. so much. So it's had so much fanfare. Even you know, the dean of dipshit has given it more stars than a Kenny Omega match. Uh, in the same I can't week. believe that. What's going <laughs> on there? Because I mean, him versus Vikingo at AAA. Ah, <laughs> Only got four and a half stars, and you'd have thought that was a shoo-in for, you know, match of the year in his eyes. But no, he uh, gave he gave FCR, yeah, he gave <laughs> FCR in the uh, Bullet Club Gold, more, which five five and is, a quarter stars was it? Yeah, deserving. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not often we agree with him. But no, credit where credit's due. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thing is, he could have given five stars to any of the free falls; they were all that good.
1: <laughs> yeah, but what I don't get is the quarter. What's the point? <laughs> Five stars is just the top, isn't it? It's... Not, no, seven stars. That's the top. Oh, but it should be the top. Sliding so, scale, it is, isn't it? It's not on our sliding scale, you see. Five stars is the top tonight when we <laughs> give our uh, shooting stars in a bit. <laughs> also, um, we do have a small Cretan of the Week, AEW-based. There's only one contender. And I wonder who that is. Who is it, Mark?
2: Well, he made his long awaited debut, if you want to listen to some people, on uh, on Dynamite <laughs> the other day. Forming the uh, the Golden Elite. Everyone was excited for that. Kota Ibushi, is it? Yep. I've seen I've seen the odd few bits of him and I've not been massively impressed with what I've seen. He's wrestled a, a sex doll and I've only ever really seen him have one or two other matches which were all right, but he came in. He looked to me, I mean, I'm 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 on about a professional athlete. He didn't look like he was in good nick, to be fair. I don't know if he's been injured or whatever, but he just he didn't look right. Um, but, <laughs> but this match, I mean, I don't, I, I've seen clips of it, I don't even want to watch it. It looks absolutely shocking. Like, I, yeah, there's nothing I want to watch less than it. I think,
1: <laughs> bed of nails, anyone.
2: Yeah, bed and nails, thumbtacked, broken glass. It's just an absolute shit show. I don't want to watch it. But you if you one expect, bit though. from this fucking classic feud as if you want to listen to the fans, Jesus. It's a fucking it's waste dead. of time. <laughs> but anyway, Abushi's. Ibushi's uh <laughs> after this I don't know how long it was, an hour match of bloody I don't have a clue. He's thought, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be really cool here. I'm gonna after the match is done, the cameras have stopped rolling at this point, by the way. The show's over. He's gone, I'm gonna take another bump in the thumbtack just for the crack. Like, why? <laughs> just why?
1: Fucking moron. And what he did before that was he, he picked a load of them up and just rubbed them on his chest. Fucking idiot. Why would you do that? <laughs> Apparently it's just what he does. Apparently he's got that Moxley fucking thing going on where he's like just does all this mad shit. Like, he set fireworks. He stood on top of a car and set fireworks up on himself. Not for me. <laughs> to use your line. No, not for me at all.
2: That match looked like shit. I'm not going to watch that match. Not interested. So, I don't know. If, I don't think you'll watch it either, to be fair. but
1: But if you don't watch it, you can't critique it properly, Mark. You see, this is the problem. You didn't watch it. You don't get the nuance in it.
2: That's true. I mean I got the nuance of I didn't I'm not sure what the nuances of doing a flat out bump into a uh, into thumb after the match is finished like but I'm sure there's some somewhere. I mean he probably did it six years ago at the Tokyo Dome. If you know <laughs> go by their <man-air> logic.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is definitely one hundred percent bona fide credit of the week. I think mean,
2: of the of the odd bits I've seen of that match, you can just give them all credit. That just looks like an absolute shit show. That blood and guts thing. It's just too much.
1: I thought when I saw a lot of the clips, and I don't say this often, oh, I'm glad Danielson's injured.
2: Yeah, I know he's he's probably going to miss Wembley and stuff, but I wish he would just get away from Moxie. He's proper tarnished him any a bit with all this shit. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's easily a credit of the week for uh, for a Bushy, isn't it?
1: <laughs> easily, it's possibly his second. I can't remember. We've had we've had did a lot. Did
2: he get one for the sex doll? Or was that? I'm sure he did.
1: Well, y- like Yoshihiku. That hear yeah, that one, Wish the you legendary your Yoshihiko. <laughs> Fuck me. So we will move swiftly on to AEW Fighter Fest 2019 from the Ocean Centre, Daytona Beach, Florida, famous for the Hogan turn with 5,000 attendants. Before we start, John, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to wish you happy birthday for Friday, here. but you know, or Saturday, <laughs> whenever it is. But fuck you, you can fuck off now.
2: I'm sorry for putting this on you.
1: <laughs> but there were bits on it I liked. Yeah. So credit where credit's due. It starts off with a very professional intro package.
3: Everyone has a dream. This right here is a family. But to make a dream come true takes courage.
0: We use the word revolution because this is a revolution.
3: On May 25th, a new wrestling empire rose and laid out their vision for the future.
0: The all elite era starts tonight. How do you like AEW
3: now? The athletes in the all elite wrestling locker room Knew what they had to do.
0: I don't want a great match. I want a match that is awesome.
3: They knew on this night, it was double or nothing, and they were willing to risk it all. The
0: desperation moves! I get the will to compete, especially on the first show ever. This is unbelievable action here in AEW.
3: It was the night that created the memories we will never forget. It was the night that changed the world and gave jubilation to all who were hoping. The best that
0: ever will be! I just want everyone to know how grateful and thankful it is for me to be here tonight. You are looking at the youngest and fastest rising star in professional wrestling today. I don't need a party. I don't need a friend. I need my older brother. Demand to thank you. Good God Almighty, the roof
3: just came John Tonight at Fighter Fest, it's time to show the world why all elite wrestling is here to stay. Will you follow us? AEW. ...is ready to embrace the bright lights. Lucha Brothers, Laredo Kid, will see you at Fighter Fest. Ready to prove themselves yet again. I'm amazing! Because they realize, in order to survive the struggle and succeed... ...they need to fight for this dream every day. Their passion will create an energy that will infuse your soul. An energy that declares, Let's Live Forever. Welcome to All Elite Wrestling. This is Fighter Fest.
1: Welcome to the show. It puts over the new revolution that is AEW, apparently. And uh, also puts over Double or Nothing because it didn't have TV at this time, I don't think.
2: Yeah, the TV didn't. St- after All exactly Out. Then. It was after. I'm trying to think when it started. Yeah, I think it was After All Out because they did. Yeah, we'll get to that, but they had like the world title match all out. So, yeah, so it was after that, I believe.
1: So, I thought it made sense You getting your company over. It was a bit cheesy, yeah. a bit over-exaggerated, but, you know, I'm not holding that against them currently.
2: Do, yeah, doing what they had to do, I suppose, weren't they? Just trying to get as much exposure as they can.
1: Then we get JR, the masked moron, and somebody called Golden Boy. And I'm thinking, right, I don't know who you are, mate. If you're part of this fucking golden elite thing, then I'm, I'm not. He
2: was, um, he was, because it was, it was. Uh, they did this, this like cross promotional thing where it was a part of this like gaming convention. If I, if, if I can remember it correctly, it was called like CEO Gaming, and yeah. he's something to do with that. So I think it, they just sort of had him on as a, as a representative of them for some reason. But I mean, it wasn't the best. Was it? <laughs> I didn't mind him.
1: Did you I not? I thought it was better than Excalibur. <laughs> well, that, to be yeah. fair, that goes without saying, doesn't it? <laughs> and he's not like, even a wrestling commentator. Uh, yeah. They're putting yeah. over that Cody shouldn't have taken the derby match because he's one of the most dangerous men in wrestling. One of the most mental men in wrestling. But... <laughs> they, they put over the six-man. That's going to be busy. Yeah. And uh, they put over <laughs> Moxley versus Janela. I said about that, the better. So we start with a match that I thought this could be decent because we saw Shima on the last pay-per-view in the Strong Hearts three-man yeah. group versus the Fallen Angel Chris Daniels. Lack like a bit of Chris Daniels. Yep. Obviously, a bit past his prime, but... Still, it, still it, had, it, at this point, he still had a bit of the tank, I think. Yeah. He's past his prime, obviously, but he's not like shit. He still yeah. can go. And yeah. it can't be worse than that Stephen Amell match at all in. <laughs> Oh yeah. With the fucking awful table spa, I remember that. Exactly. <laughs> and then comes the saying to, saying that he's had over a thousand matches, like it's like mint, but I reckon he's had more just, than it, that. Like... Yeah, but it's like mental how it's changed. A thousand matches is was literally like three years work in the eighties, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well he's, he's, And he's been twenty odds.
2: Daniels is perennial like indie guy, isn't he? I suppose. I thought he would have like ten thousand matches, if anything. <laughs>
1: Yeah, booked himself everywhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know enough. I know we've seen him at the, the odd time on a couple of things, but I don't really know much about this Seema. But he's he's all right, isn't mm. he? He's not too bad.
1: No, he's supposed to be a veteran. Yeah. But I mean, I'd never heard of him before this. And he's he Chinese wrestler? Or no, he's he... Japanese, but he's he's working with a Chinese promotion. All oh, right, that's why I've got confused. I think he's though. like the trainer. Like yeah. just spaffs out all the information like a giddy schoolboy, doesn't he? Just <laughs> yeah. oh he loves it. He just he, he he just he's got no filter, has he? It just
2: like comes it just runs out like yeah. diarrhea. It's like blah, blah, blah. he yeah. did this, he did this, he did this. It's like just chill out, mate. It <laughs> just <really breathe>. is.
1: <laughs> Apparently they uh used to tag when Chris Daniels was Curry man Not oh, like the best gimmicky did.
2: Yeah, What was that, curry man and shark boy or something like that? Or... did they have something like that, yeah.
1: It was wank. Curry man. <laughs> but he only gave us the information after JR had asked him. And I mean, you, you want your information, but the way he tells it, and he gives you far too much. He do not give you yeah. just like concise, pertinent information that matters. It's just yeah, blah, blah, like, blah, blah, blah. he was Curry Man at 2015, hard justice with when he faced off against blah, blah,
2: <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's like, mate, just get let's get to the point. <laughs> he's,
1: he's been watching his tapes again.
2: <laughs> what do you reckon to this one then?
1: I quite liked it. I thought it was solid. Yeah, I thought it was a decent opener. It wasn't
2: everything groundbreaking or anything like that, but it was uh, good enough for it. It was Daniels is solid when he's not messed about with tables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think this Seema guy. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen him since this, but he's all right. He's probably just back in China doing some training now or something like that, but.
1: He's got Omega at Fight for the Fallen, so that should be. Yeah. I don't even remember that, so I must have. I must have missed that when it first came round. So don't worry, but... we got it. We got it next.
2: <laughs> I know, <laughs> so we'll see it eventually. Uh But yeah, I thought it was all right. Um, I think Seem, I think Seem, considering he's going up against sort of your top guy at this point, your top babyface, that he probably needed to win just to give him that yeah. um, that boost going into a match, just to give him that that sort of sense of, you know, the fans, anyway, the sense of he could win. Daniel Daniels is pretty much bulletproof, is he? At this point in his
1: career, he like, lost, already. not really
2: yeah. mean anything to him. But yeah, so, solid out,
1: opener. Did pull out a nice arm drag, Chris Daniels, 7.2 on the steamboat. Not well, enough pace on it, but te- <sighs> technically sound.
2: What um, was it the other day, uh, that, going back, sorry, I know I know you mentioned it, we were on about the tag match before. You said Jay White pulled out a 9.2, was it? It was an absolute knocker. I, I couldn't believe that. That's the highest I've seen since Eddie, that.
1: Yeah, it was a beauty. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if you can replicate it, but, you know. Just,
2: going, just completely going off topic there, but you just reminded me of it.
1: <laughs> off topic?
2: <laughs> but, yeah, it was a solid opener. Two sort of veteran guys know what they were doing. Not a bad way to start the show. I mean, it didn't get much better, though, did it?
1: <laughs> no. We get... <laughs> I'll just completely ignore the pertinent notes I've made about that match. And we'll go to Riho versus Yuka Sakazaki versus Nyla Rose. Okay, so my my impression of this was right, this is a perfect yeah. opportunity to put over Nyla Rose, get Nyla Rose over as a monster heel, right? Yeah. I still I still feel uncomfortable watching Riho because she genuinely looks <laughs> yeah. about twelve. Well you've um, seen the clip, haven't
2: yeah, you, of her and Omega? when is about twelve, about nine or something.
1: Yeah, probably. But this Sakazaki <laughs> as well, same size as Riho, dressed like a genie. Yeah.
2: Am I right to think she was at double on off in that Sakazaki? She was in. A she match was, of, yeah, a six man, six woman match or something.
1: And there was three of them, and one of them was it was the one with uh, Aja Kong in it, wasn't it? Or, or yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it might have been. There was a girl in it who had like a bit of a Bonnican or vibe to a. Why not push that one instead of the fucking Polly Pockets? We you know why, don't you? Well, we do know yeah, why. Omega was but... in this division at that point. <laughs> Same. But JR even calls out the size of her. He says it's hard to believe these are the combatants. Uh, I know. It's not like... a good visual, is it? It's not like. No. It's
2: not like when it's like. I'm just trying to think of an it exact. It's not like when Punk was against Joe, where it's like there is a, a clear difference in size, but you can tell that one, he would still be able to put up a fight. It's not like that, is it? It's like literally like. A beast against two little like, yeah. like rabbits or something like they've got no like they shouldn't have no chance realistically.
1: I'm not a massive WWE fan currently, as you can tell. But if that was on WWE TV, it'd be literally like one of them Ryback versus two people squashes squash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting both on his shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> this it's it gotta be competitive would. for twelve to fifteen minutes or something, and yeah it started well to, for me is overpowering him like she should the selling from the other two is just comical and over the top it's just <laughs> not for me it just looks like she's just battering two kids yeah it just doesn't work does it really in that regard like no. you like you you've you've
2: been quite high on Nile rose haven't you from pretty much you quite like like the look and the leg like, of, of her and everything like that yeah, but...
1: because it's like awesome Kong like levels of you know beast heel you, need, you yes. do need the smaller baby face but you don't need two of the fuckers and, and yeah. for example gail kim was a lot bigger and more athletic than yeah of course than, than any of these two It's that double teaming nyla but then nyla gets a double suplex so i'm thinking right they should be done by now no nope. <laughs> no and it just carries on and like nyla's out selling, nyla, like nyla's out selling for an age while these two do the fucking brian cage impression and I'm just <laughs> it's just not for me, this it's a wasted opportunity. The kicking out of everything, these two legitimately would be dead. It's I get the Rey Mysterio principle, but these two are not fucking Rey Mysterio, they're not talented not enough. Close. you know what I mean?
2: Not even close.
1: Nile the it's a fuck off knee off the top on Riho, who's hanging on the top rope, no cover. Bollocks, what what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that would absolutely break her in half, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, Reho rolls her up for three. Absolute joke of a match should have been about fucking three to five minutes.
2: Why? Why is he like you, you? You supposed monster heel at this point taking the pinfall like that? It's not really how you get over someone. You try to push as a monster heel, getting getting done on a cheeky roll up on a second ever appearance for your company, is it?
1: <laughs> but ah, they actually try to push her as a monster heel. I mean, they should, but did they? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they, they did at one point, but it's like
2: it was obviously at this point where they all had their hands in different pie in the in the company, didn't they? So I think at the beginning, young books had a huge hand in the tag division and stuff like that. Obviously, was Ma- that legitimate? I think you so. Heard yeah,
1: that, but I didn't know if it was gospel or. Well,
2: not. It makes sense, doesn't it? Like just from the booking <laughs> the perspective, when you look, when you think about it. I mean, Omega's yeah, obsessed with this Joshi women's wrestling and they were, like, heavily pushed at the beginning of the company. So it makes sense to me. I mean, I think that's probably what they did. I mean, the Reho thing, I never got that. Never understood that. No. Not not particularly amazing in the ring. Doesn't have a great look. Like you said, looks like a 12-year-old kid, you know.
1: Her facial expression always looks like she's about to cry. I know, it's...
2: it's She'd, it's just not for me that I mean to be fair the women's divisions are a hell of a lot better now but back in the day it was poor it was really bad yeah
1: the worst thing is after Rio rolls her up she starts to beat down Nala Rose not even allowed to get heat back she gets fucking ran off by the, the two of them shocking Hello.
2: it was poor did nothing for her did it
1: absolutely nothing for her <laughs> so we made a bit of a boo-boo at the front on the first match we didn't give our star rating or oh, Davies yeah. So, for me, the first the opener was a solid two-star match. No fanfare, just nice nice and solid.
2: I think that's, I think that's about right. Nothing crazy, but it's solid start. Two, maybe two and a half star, something like that. So,
1: shall we see what old Davey gave it? Let's have a look, shall we? You've gone two, two and a half, I've gone two. They give it two and three quarters.
2: Well, we're half a star either side, aren't we? So, we're the same, pretty much, if you go by his logic.
1: <laughs> 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 now... The three-way girls' match, I gave half a a star, mate. I thought it was woeful. (laughs) It started all right, and then it just completely tailed off into football. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, I'd say one star because I think that's...
2: I mean, it's slightly
1: generous, but I'll go with one star. (laughs) What's So now we go over to David Meltzer's shooting stars. Three and a half.
2: (laughs) That's maybe one of his most generous ever. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's what half a star off a great match.
2: Yeah, yeah, by his logic, can it? You should be aiming for four stars. They're, they're that
1: close to four stars. I'm not sure about that, Dave. <laughs> he can't. He can't be looking at it in the context of what's good for the company. His mate Kenny's gone.
2: Look out for these two girls and in, in the second match, you're
1: gonna look either like them. And he's gone. Yeah, better
2: better give them a good rating then. Okay now.
1: Oh, it's just like, oh, well, they did a, it did this move and that move and it was unpredictable and blah, 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 blah. Everyone expects the big beast to go over and all that. Because in his little fucking Chris Van Vliet interview, he's giving it like, oh, I look for unpredictability and, and all this kind of stuff.
2: Yeah, but that, that's, that's bollocks, isn't it? That's, that's, there's, un, there's unpredictability, then there's unrealistic, you
1: know, endings to yeah. match. I mean, like... Yeah, but we, most of the shit he rates highly is unrealistic as fuck anyway. So. I know. That rating is
2: possibly what I would say. That's probably one of his most generous I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> normally there is like a, a bit of a differential, but that's like a two and a half, three star difference, and that's just
1: like insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be slightly larger differentials as we get on in
2: this. <laughs> yeah, but, I, think, I think you're right.
1: <laughs> but next up, old Kip Sabian rocks up on commentary. Oh, joy, brilliant! Yeah, he's. God, he faces the winner of the next match. I don't like Kip Sabian on commentary simply because, for some reason, every fucking English person who's ever on commentary, with, in an American setting, sounds more English than they need to.
2: Do you think he's overdoing but, it?
1: Oh, oh, hello. Oh, you're right, Does mate. It
2: sounds sound a bit like Pip from fucking South Park. South he? Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's irrelevant to me. To be fair, Kip Sabian, what a joker he is.
1: <laughs> Next up we get a four way, Adam Page, yep. versus Jimmy fucking Havoc versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Maxwell, Jacob Friedman. MJF's out first. Country yep. as hell. Love it.
2: <laughs> Grabs a mic, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> he just looks like an absolute star, ticks all boxes. Yeah. I think just... these days though, his tan is fucking ridiculous. It's got worse. It's got worse. It's, it's horrendous. No, he looks all right here, but he's tan these days. He's fucking. Oh, these. Yeah, he's got a bit far. So bad. He <laughs> does. He grabs a mic, which is always nice to see. Cut my music.
0: Cut my music. Cut my music. So self-satisfied. I haven't even said anything yet, guys. Come on. Gotta let the man speak. What, are you guys having flashbacks to being shoved in lockers again? I'm so sorry. That must just be awful. Pipe down, guys. Pipe down. I'm gonna try to make you guys feel as... I'm gonna try to make you guys feel as comfortable as possible in your own skin, okay? So how about I give you nerds something I know you're gonna love? mother of yours whose basement you live in, she swallows, so. Hate to break it to you hate to break it to you. Little pop quiz here for you nerds. What happens when you got a dollar store Tarzan, a 65 year old grown man who's still in his emo phase from high school, and Seabiscuit. In the ring against the youngest and fastest rising star in professional wrestling today, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. You get MJF getting the W, baby. Are you guys seriously going to talk while I'm talking? Yeah. Yeah. What do you? MJF, I'm a level 45 Padawan warlock knight, so you better watch your mouth. News flash, you pencil neck geeks. If I wanted to hear your opinions, I would turn on TLC and watch reruns of my 600-pound life. So shut up. Those gaming terms don't really connect, but you know, we'll, let it, we'll let it slide. You know what? the wrong foot here Florida and I'm sorry I'm sorry listen listen allow me to extend an olive branch because as we all know I am salt of the earth I want you people to know we're not so different you and I I used to love video games yeah video games video games yeah I love video games and then I lost my virginity <laughs> And that's why I'm going to win tonight, baby, because I'm better than you, and you know it.
2: And, he, and I'm not trying to give anything away, but this is the best part of the entire match slash segment.
1: <laughs> uh, 100%. I <laughs> can't really argue with that. Um, he, call, he calls the crowd's nerds, tells them their mums swallow. <laughs> and they live in the basement, puts himself over, and fucking gets over. He's yep. so good at it, man. He's, and everyone goes, oh, it's just cheap heat. It's like, yeah, but it's fucking heat, though. It gets heat. Yeah. No one else um, gets it. <laughs> he says, he, he says he used to love video games, uh, and then he lost his virginity. Class. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Jim Ross made a, a nice, well, interesting
2: comparison. He compared him to a to a young Paul Heyman. I don't know if you heard if you caught that.
1: I did catch it, but I was thinking. Is it just because they're Jewish? Or... That's what I.
2: That's what I always thinking. Is that is that a bit? Is that just one of them? I, I don't know. Yeah, or is a it bit just close the way to he the talks. Bottom. Because I've never, I've never, I, I've never said he was. I've never thought to myself, he sounds like he sounds or talks like Paul Heyman. Like I've never made that comparison.
1: The only way I can sort of think about it is like how Heyman used to get heat because people used to hate Heyman because he was just an unlikable bastard. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's funny. Isn't it? I thought it might. I thought it was a slightly lazy comparison.
1: Just a bit. I mean, I'd I'd compare him more to Cornet, but you know, an athletic wrestling version of Cornet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> so he's
1: he's glib, he's glib. He's quick on his feet. He thinks fast. And
2: yeah, you do well to get the better of him, don't you? On the on the mic.
1: Hundred percent. Then old uh, Jungle Boy comes out on Luchasaurus' shoulders for fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I can't get on board with him, mate. One hundred and fifty-seven pounds.
2: <laughs> they could surely they could bill him higher than that. I know he's like skinny, but he's like he's got an athletic build. Surely they can bill him at one hundred and eighty or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can
2: inflate your fingers sh- slightly, surely. <laughs>
1: exactly. This is this is what makes me laugh. Well, we've got to give him the legitimate weights. It's like this is the only legitimate thing that you do, though and it's something <laughs> yeah, that you well. can mask quite easily yeah. <laughs> next out we get fucking Jimmy Havoc the man is a fucking scumbag an awful wrestler and he looks like every gimpy cyber goth twat in your local fucking rock club that likes dark wave EDM and tries to sell you ketamine he's a fucking cunt
2: he is generally before, before he was cancelled one of the biggest shit stains re- in the rest of the business I've ever seen in my life
1: yeah, he's he's on the same level as Janello for me. What an absolute and Chuck, and Chuck Taylor. One. Yeah, he's
2: as bad as them two, But elite, he's a horrible little ratty scumbag as well. You know, he, he exactly. was part of the whole speak out campaign and stuff like that as well. One, he he had a few bits and pieces that were involved in that. I can't remember exactly what it was, but he is a horrible little human being. So well, glad he he's not like playing anymore. Though. Yeah, he does. He, he looks, looks every like bit that. of it.
1: <laughs> it looks like when you go to your local rock club and there's that fucking weird cyber goth guy who's like got the ketamine and he's like giving it to girls for free so we can take him home. If he looks, know, like, he yeah, looks like he just looks like a complete smackhead. He's just he's just horrible. <laughs> God. Like just looking at him makes me
2: feel a bit sick. Like he's awful to look at. Like it's not even it's not even like that thing where it's like oh he's got a unique look. No, he's just horrible to look at.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and what makes me laugh is. He's got that sort of comb over, and it's all shaved on the side. He's got a massive bald spot at the back of his head. <laughs> massive bald spot. <laughs> I enjoyed Bellis's um his recounting of Jimmy Havoc fucking delivering him some fucking garden furniture or something.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> during
1: COVID, no in. Oh, how- absolutely brilliant! Loved that. <laughs> that was, that so, was very funny. That <laughs> it was fucking top. So we get Adam Page out next. Which one will we get today? Dumb fuck or decent? We shall see. <laughs> what did you think about this? Because, I mean, four-ways are notoriously shite. <laughs> but you never know.
2: It had all the tropes of a four-way, didn't it? Two in, two out. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, fucking loads of laying down time outside, as you expect. A few, a few bright spots, like... In the odd bits where you got to see MJF shine, he's he's so good at just he has the crowd like the palm of his hand and stuff like that, doesn't he? Just throughout yeah. the entire thing, like he's he's so good at that. And, like I say, two or three, even at this point, I was I was I was sort of on board with Adam Page, so I did I thought he he looked okay in the match, but when you've got Jimmy Havoc in there, and at this point Jungle Boy who's like even greener than he has been, however long. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't smooth sailing, was it? There was a couple of nasty little botches and stuff. I mean, there was there was one in particular where Jungle Boy hit like a like a hanging moonsault or something like that. Yeah, was, caught his foot. I thought he, I thought he nailed his head on the ring post at one point. It looked dodgy. It was, it was just a bit messy. I mean, I think they were, they, they were. It was similar. There was a couple of similar matches on the first pay per view when they were just chucking people in matches, weren't they? This felt like a bit like that, where it was just like. Let's just get everyone in there, that get a feel free in front of a live crowd and stuff. But you, surely you're better off just doing singles matches at that point.
1: Yeah, it's just getting everyone on the card, isn't it? I mean, the way I looked at it was, I mean, don't right, there was, there was an arm drag by jungle boy. We'll start off with that. Yeah. 6.5 on the steamboat. Not great. Yeah. The way I look at it is, Adam Page and MJF can wrestle. I know Page yeah. tends to not want to, but he can.
2: Yeah, definitely he definitely can.
1: The other two are just spots. Like one's athletic high spots, and the other, the other one's just cretinous hardcore shit. But there's there was a few good moments in it for me. Like, and most of it came from MJ, MJF. MJF cuts off Jungle Boy's dive and gets an absolute massive boo. Great heat. Yeah. Then he starts blagging a dive like he's going to dive himself. I love that. That's one of his funniest he, spots in it. <laughs> yeah. And then he just gets drop kicks. So I thought it was a great little heat spot for him. Yeah. And then then you get like the fucking jungle boy gets up top, everyone gets in place and waits and fucking come on, come over here quick, quick. Kip Sabian's just mundane as fuck, doing me head in. It's it's that thing <laughs> it was he was atrocious on commentary, wasn't he, to be fair? Like <laughs> But it, every like I said before, everyone in an American setting just sounds like the stereotypical fucking Dick Van Dyke fucking chimney a Cup of it. tea <laughs> apart apart from Daphne from Frasier. <laughs> Apart from Jefferson can't 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 lump her in with that. It just it just becomes a revolving door of fucking big impact moves in high spots. That's literally all it is.
2: Yeah, I mean there was a few bits and pieces. I think I think I think at this point Adam Page was still pretty good. Over even though even though he'd come off <laughs> recently the back of that uh, worst match ever rating by us <laughs> against Janela. Mm. <laughs> Minus five. Minus it was... five it was no it was nowhere near as bad as that but it wasn't he had a lot of way to go to rebuild himself i think after that i would say
1: <laughs> there are a couple bits in it i mean he, he breaks down to sort of page versus mjf which is basically what you want to see really yeah and mjf zones in on page's injured leg he chop blocks him Counters into a sharpshooter and then adam page just cuts him straight off he's like let the fucker get his heat before you make your comeback man yeah There's no psychology, was there? No. That's all. all. Only MJF does the psychological bit.
2: Yeah, that's it. It's a bit shit.
1: MJF pokes Havoc in the eyes and he ducks the bookshot lariat, which is a nice spot. Havoc eats the bookshot lariat. Page tosses MJF out and uh, dead eyes Havoc for three. I've seen a lot worse. Page was all right. There just wasn't a lot of cohesion, but you don't get that in a four-way.
2: I think if he'd have just put on MJF, Adam Page, it's a good match. Do you know what I mean? Just, let's watch that. But then I suppose, obviously, I'm right in thinking Adam Page is the number one content. Well, he's 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 in the match with Jericho, isn't he, all out. So yeah, yeah. I suppose they had to make him look strong as well. So,
1: I mean, the way to do that is maybe maybe a three way where you can get MJF over, but he doesn't take the pin to yeah. Page. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go for one and a half stars here. I thought MJF elevated it somewhat.
2: Yeah, I think the one-and-a-half stars, I I probably agree with that, but I think the one-and-a-half stars purely to MGF and the odd few bits, though Adam Page was quite good. The other two were just woeful.
1: <laughs> really? It's, yeah, like Jungle Boy's just high spots and fucking... And just to reiterate
2: some... it again, Jimmy Shit. Havoc, you are a cunt, if you do ever listen to
1: this. <laughs> of gigantic proportions. <laughs> but it's not about what we think, Mark, is it? No, not at all. I'm going to go over to Davey Meltzer, Shooting Stars. Three and a half stars. Exceedingly generous.
2: That is generous. Three and a half stars. That's better rating than... Is that a better rating than Hogan Rock? Yep. (laughs) Got over in that room there, didn't it? So we'll let him off.
3: (laughs) Makes no sense, does it?
1: (laughs) No, it really doesn't. Next we get um, a Cody versus Dustin at Double or Nothing recap package, which yep. segues sinisterly into uh, a little Derby package. I thought it was nice little succinct package, about a minute That's and a half. It good. Yeah, yeah it's good.
0: We use the word revolution because this is a revolution. Party, party. Versus the throne breaker Brother versus brother. This is one of the most emotionally charged matches that I've ever been a part of. Figure four. I don't need a friend, I need my older brother.
3: Cody, I do respect you. Don't think for one second I'm gonna kiss your ass and take a photo with daddy. Some of you may not know me, but after I hand Cody his first loss in AEW, you have no excuse but to remember my name.
2: I think it did a good job of giving that mystique of Darby as well, didn't it? I mean, he's a, he's an oddball. <laughs> we all know that now, but not many people knew at the time.
1: <laughs> I think that's not the only thing that helps Darby's mystique. To be fair, because next we get Cody versus Darby Allen, yeah. and Jr's on comms, and he's putting Darby over in a similar way to I he put fucking Foley over as Mankind, yeah, which. I thought helped him massively. JR was not bad tonight.
2: Yeah, he was still he still had a bit of fire in his belly, didn't he? A little bit.
1: Yeah. Obviously past his peak, but oh, yeah. you know, he's he's still he still can pull it out of the bag when he when he really has to. Darby Allen comes out of a body bag with Cody written on it. Yeah. I thought it was a bit odd seeing him without stings. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: he's so used to it now, aren't we?
1: He has that um Jeff Hardy kind of charisma physical
2: charisma yeah he does he, he does you do notice him yeah I mean he's, he, he, he stands out I think that's one thing about him he does he's not going to be everyone's cup of tea I quite like him I think you've seen bits of him you do like but I don't mind know, him
1: I've seen shit and I've seen
2: good he does and he does I've... some bad stuff don't get me wrong but he's got something about him he really does
1: but this is what I find with Cody. I've seen him do great stuff and I've seen him do stupid, idiot stuff. And this is why I can't get fully on board. But to his credit, he's usually pretty consistent match-wise.
2: Yeah. I thought this match was was pretty good. I mean, I remember watching it the first time. I thought it was good. Obviously, it's been a while since I've seen it again, but I, I still think it holds up to be quite a good match. Can't argue with it. I think there's a night... Nice, I think there's... A nice subtle story to it where, like, Cody's he's sort of not got his head fully on the game because he's got him and Dustin have got the young, I think they were the young books at the fight for the fallen. Yeah. So his sort of head's not in the game. He's sort of maybe taking him a little bit lightly, which I think is good. I think, I think Cody quite actually did quite a, an awful lot for, for Derby in this match to get him to be a sort of a, a bit of a player in the company. I think it was just, I mean, it was. It was Announced it's a twenty-minute time limit, was it? But yeah, I mean, I didn't know an awful lot about Di before seeing this match, but I came out of it thinking I wouldn't mind seeing him again. Do you know what I mean I, I, you, There was a few people on this card where I didn't have that feeling when I first watched it back in back in twenty nineteen, but yeah, he was definitely one where I thought, yeah, I can see, I can see the summit there if you just hone it a little bit.
1: Cody comes out with no throne this time. <laughs> no, <laughs> Brandy looks smoking as always. Standard he's like, from, from being the heel at the last baby view, he's like uber babyface now, isn't he? Like uber. Yeah. <laughs> like, book book him on the uber app, uber babyface. <laughs> the throne-breaker gimmick didn't last long, did it?
2: I don't, I don't know how much legs there was in that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: they keep putting over Derby's lack of fear, so Cody doesn't know what to expect, but then they keep mentioning the Bucks match, match in two weeks, so like it's, but they mention it like it's the hardest match you'll ever have to face. I get, I, I get it, but you know it's not, is it? <laughs> I'm just thinking, we just watch him have a fucking juicer with his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Much harder, surely, <laughs> <laughs> on a personal and physical level. Yeah, <laughs> fucking massive size difference. Massive size difference. Yeah, and Cody's not a massive guy, is he? As
2: I was on about before, it's not like Darby's like he's got enough about him where you can go right. I could see he's, he's 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 mental, so he might do the dirty stuff. Whereas, like you know, when we watch when we run about like Nyla Rose and Rio, it's like that doesn't look that doesn't match to work. Like no, it, it looks like Darby would scratch and claw and do whatever he could just to get an up advantage, which he does at times. But obviously, he's he's sort of a underdog baby face. But he sort of you can get away with it in that in that sense. I would say.
1: I was sat there going, ah, oh, it's the days before Aubrey Edwards started playing for the camera, lovely, when she was, you know, decent. <laughs> she was quite
2: good, yeah. And she realised that she, she she got a bit of support, so that she started going big time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it started off nice and technical, looked like a struggle. Like, even a fucking headlock was getting positive chance from the crowd.
2: Yeah. Mad. Doesn't take much, does it, to get that crowd going, though, <laughs> to be fair.
1: <laughs> no, but usually it's just fucking high spots that they love. Um, there's a springboard arm drag by Derby. Seven point two on the modified steamboat.
2: (laughs) That's not bad. That's not bad on a modified scale.
1: (laughs) No, no. But what I liked about it was it was kept it was kept to wrestling. So when Mm. Derby did do high spots, they meant more and got a better reaction. Yeah. Do you think? It was built better.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, you can say, the thing is with Cody, he, he does he does put his matches together quite well. Like, he, he's got an old-school mind mindset, hasn't he, where, you know, I don't mind, like, he does mind, he does like doing a, the odd dive, blah, 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 but he likes to keep it mainly to sort of the basics and stuff like that. Yeah, um,
1: Derby can actually wrestle, though.
2: Yeah, we've seen that. We've seen that a, count, a handful of times. We've had a really yeah. good match with MJF. i have seen him have good matches with, had a good match with Punk that time. You know, he's definitely got it in his locker, but he just likes to do some mad shit as well at the same time, doesn't he? <laughs>
1: That's it. Bit of nuance. Cody's the first person to get nasty with a face slap, and he's the baby face because he's frustrated like that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Darby takes the fucking maddest bumps I've ever seen. Mad. Yeah, like
2: some of the stuff where he takes, he'll take like a, like you're doing like a coughing drop onto like the, Edge of the ring. It's like the hardest part of the ring. It's like oh,
1: oh stupidest fucking one I've seen.
2: Yeah, he's done worse but,
1: than that. But <laughs> you look, you look great. But fucking hell, mate, you you're you're going to be in a yeah. wheelchair.
2: Yeah, the thing is with derby you could just throw him around. And it looks like you're absolutely annihilating him, doesn't it? But like, because yeah. he's like, he's he's
1: a smaller guy, obviously. I think to, if I was a wrestler. Do you know like we always say Ray must be a dream to work with because of his size yeah. and you can just like lob him out. I think Darby's the same, but yeah, gonna even that. more so because you, he take he's willing to take such fucking crazy bumps.
2: Not not in terms of quality, but he has got similarities to Ray, where you can sort of you can you've got a bit of a sort of blank canvas where you can sort of do almost anything with him, can't you?
1: Yeah, and he's got that sort of vibe of you know, being completely overpowered, but won't quit. He's got no quitting him. He's just a lunatic, and he'll keep coming back. Whereas Mysterio was quite not as not as mental as as Darby is with the you know bumps and spots and stuff. But he had that you know Mighty Mouse vibe, where he's like a little mini superhero guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Obviously,
1: he's not he's not on the level of Ray Mysterio. Nowhere near. No, but it's no. There are similarities. Definitely. I took a lot of notes for this because I really got
2: into it. Do you want to go? Have you got got any more points you want to make on it? Because obviously, by far, the best match of the night. You know, I'm not going to beat around the bush.
1: There's a great spot where where Cody's showing off with a vertical, like delayed vertical suplex. He slammed Cody's hand into the ring post earlier. So, what he does is, well, he's up there. He just grips the injured hand and then he starts doing like the finger breaking spot. Punches his hand, nuts to hand. I thought it was a great spot using Darby's athleticism, where he evades. Spot. Yeah, and then he does what? There's one with his athleticism where he evades Cody on the apron, flip flips back in, and hits a tope that just takes him straight out. It didn't look stagey; it was very, you know, spontaneous. Yeah. But that's that's how I like. If you're gonna do a dive, do it like that, man. But yeah, do it, it so also, it fucking works. I thought I'd like liked it. it was some really. Good stuff. The only few gripes, Canadian Destroyer Lane. <laughs> or what did they call it? A Yoshi Tonic or whatever they called it. Is that what they that. called it? Yeah. They didn't catch that. <laughs> Is that because they were at some, some game event? Is that
2: why they why they said it? That... That's
1: what knows. Nice reverse superplex. <laughs> it looks mad. And they both sell it, to be fair. Like you alluded to, that coughing drop on the apron, the mad cunt. Right yeah. on. Yeah.
2: He's going to break his spine at one and is he?
1: <laughs> yeah. What I didn't get was why he put him in the body bag to just do a disaster kick. It made no sense, because <laughs> then you've got to get him out of the body bag. <laughs>
2: I,
0: I,
1: just for effect, I suppose. But...
0: Yeah, but is if you're going to put him
1: in the body him bag... Immobilize him, almost. Yeah, but you've got to stand the fucker up to do the disaster kick and sort of put him where he needs to be. If you sort yeah. of put him in the body bag... Knowing the guy's willing to take stupid bumps, do some fucking mad suplex or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like chuck him out. Yeah, of the ring. I know
2: what you mean. I know what you mean. It, it didn't. It, it didn't quite fit the the sort of punishment, did it? Like he didn't really need to do that, I suppose. But I, I think the logic is it's probably just like let's just try and take his movement out of him because he's being quite evasive, hasn't he? So far, I think that's probably what
1: they were going for. There was a bit of WCW esque inconsistency with the referee, in where he starts whipping him with the weight belt, no DQ. You know, yeah, that was a gripe. I thought I thought it was a decent finish. Crossroads getting countered. Do, do you think that's
2: a bit of a a common thing though? You know, when like a wrestler wears like a belt or a or something like that, a weight belt like Hogan used to wear, it feels like whenever they whip that off and hit him with it, it's like it, it ne- that never gets DQ'd. That. It Why is
1: that? once upon a time. but
2: it's, It feels like it's a more sort of last 20, 30 years where that's sort of become, well, if they wear it to the ring, it's all right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I wear I wear my holster and my gun to the ring. Then,
2: <laughs> Hang Hangman Page. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like I said, like uh, the crossroads gets countered uh, with a flip over stunner, barely sold. And then yeah. he uh, hits the crossroads, plants him right on his fucking head goes for the pin one, two and the bell goes and yeah. the crowd were not, were not too happy about it <laughs> <laughs> I was
2: I thought it was a good finish <laughs>
1: yeah I thought it was a good finish the crowd started chatting for overtime but before they could even make a decision on that old Ty Dillinger comes out Sean Spears <laughs> and wraps a fucking chair yeah. around the head of Cody Rhodes Naughty Infamous Infamous chair shot it was, it was a ten. It was a ten.
2: <laughs> I mean that that was big news, that chair shot. I remember at the time that was everywhere across like yeah. wrestling news. It was brutal. <laughs> Absolutely brutal. I mean you had to have God knows how many stitches to put that put that um that gash back together because it was a bit nasty. Flop of skin. Fair play to him for taking that chair shot, but I don't really want to see any chair shots like that anymore. Jesus. I know he sort of almost sort of laxed his body and stuff like that. There's only so much you can stop the, that impact in there.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a good afterbirth, though. Yeah, it, like, was. it was. I mean, I don't understand why it happened. I don't understand what the issue Sean Spears has with him, but he um, is built upon. He well, yeah, Jacket. obviously. MJF comes out too late, obviously. Love it. Yeah. He's an American nightmare family. Jacket on.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it was a good match. Uh, like I said, I've got a few gripes. The Canadian Destroyer, the body bag bit, was a bit daft. But overall, it was decent. Uh, he made Derby look like he could take anything.
2: Yeah. It definitely got him over to the fact where, I, where it's like, that like Guy said, I want to see what else this guy's got. I want, you know what I mean? He, Cody elevated him, which is all you could really want from the match.
1: So I'd give that a solid three.
2: I'd, I'd I'd say three three and a half. I think that's quite think that'd probably be my result because I think it was a good match, not not a classic, but definitely it did what it set out to achieve, and I think it was it, they did it quite well. So I'd say three and a half.
1: All right, so we're going three and three and a half. Yeah, but it's not what we think. We we'll go over <laughs> to David Melson shooting stars. Three and three quarters. Not
2: hmm. too far off then.
1: No, I wouldn't have said it was a quarter under a great match, but I thought it was a good solid match.
2: Yeah, it was a good undercard match. It was, And it was with a an, thing... With is, an
1: angle on it. It was a cold match as well. That was yeah, the thing. There was, there was no build or anything. It did set up an angle after it, so, yeah, you know, you can't really go wrong with it. But then comms are going on about CTE testing. They make it sound legit, but they seem to just be rambling.
2: Yeah, the, uh, they had like a sombre tone, didn't they? Which was quite good. But it's like, yeah. don't hang on it too long. Move on from it. Do you know what I
1: mean? I, th- I think they were just sort of vamping. Like, JR's making it really serious, going on about the hospital and his condition. Excalibur's just going on about, uh, oh, Sean Spears is his friend. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> so next up, we get the joy of the elite. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, old Kenneth, versus... <laughs> Ray Phoenix, Penta, insert gimmick here, and the Laredo Kid, song Twister. Yeah. I've never heard of this kid before. No, nah, me neither. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't looking forward to it.
2: <laughs> what were you looking forward to, this or the one after it?
1: Or... Oh, a pair of them. A pair of them, couldn't wait. <laughs> the excitement was, was tantamount. Lucha Brothers are out first. They're wearing grey tracksuits. What was that? It was weird. The ring gear is so fucking colourful and crazy and mad, and they've come yeah. out in, like, a grey hoodie and grey joggers. I,
2: I did not know if it was some sort of, like, rib on the crowd or something, like, all being, like, little basement dwellers problem. or something like that. I, I, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of.
1: <laughs> uh, Rick Knox is reffing, of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, reff, reff, young book, reffing reffing is not really the word. Refing's the loose term to describe that yeah
2: what what he does isn't really reffin is it just stood there looking no, like
1: a tool yeah <laughs> looking like a reanimated corpse <laughs> so here come the elite it all goes street fighter the books are dressed What's like fucking like? ken and ryu for fuck's sake and then some gimp runs up the ramp does like that batista fucking machine gun gimmick and the lights go out and i'm thinking oh here, here he is kenneth's big entrance uh, is he Is he Gael, is he Blanca is he M. Bison, is he Dalsim I've no idea who he was <laughs> I'm not I'm
2: not well versed in Street Fighter to be fair so I, I don't really know the characters but
1: I liked it when did... I was a kid and the film was so shit it was good but you know I think a, that he was, he had like
2: nondescript character wasn't he? Just background character or something
1: <laughs> and he, he just had his hair dyed pink and a big uh, Japanese symbol Kenji symbol on the back of his back. This is this is fucking woeful, but these lot are genuinely buzzing off it, and so was Excalibur.
2: Yeah. Excalibur's got a rage, raging, a massive frobby under the desk. He has,
1: he has, he's, <laughs> he's got a Randy Marsh job going on. <laughs> so, we all know what it's going to be high spots and madness.
2: Yeah,
1: old uh, Justin Roberts. You get him to say, round one fight, for fuck's sake.
2: <laughs> some of the stuff he says when he's announcing matches is fucking cringeworthy,
1: isn't it? <laughs> oh, we'll get to that in a bit. Fuck me. So I've got some compliments to pay first. Oh. <laughs> There's a couple of arm drugs. Yeah. The Red Book, I don't know which one that is, but he does a seven on the steamboat.
2: Anything, anything so, seven or above?
1: That's it. The Laredo Kid, 8.1. Not bad. Not bad wow. at all.
2: Wow, not bad at all. Is that on the Mexican scale? Or...
1: No, no, that is on the steamboat. The young books are like Chuck Taylor, Chrissy Jezza, Dowie, as fuck, aren't they?
2: Yeah, they're not, um, they're skinny fat as well,
1: aren't they? I thought the Laredo kid looked half decent at the start.
2: <laughs> the one that he no gets... one knows.
1: <laughs> yeah, he gets a lo- lovely height on his springboard crossbody. I thought it was all right. And I thought, yeah. oh. He might be all right, him, and then it all just gets silly. Uh, all six in Knox just standing there reading the paper. May as well do. <laughs> he's fucking he, useless. That cunt, is he? He's he is an absolute oxygen thief. <laughs> but he doesn't look like he's had oxygen in his bloodstream for a good <laughs> twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's used it all up. He has. <laughs> So we get triple dives. The Bucks and Omega just standing there watching, obviously. Yeah. Right. Obviously, it's all impressively athletic, but it's literally just spots for pops. There's, There's not nothing a else for to me do, that is I it? like. No. <laughs> it's it's just like a blur. And when we get back it's to the Laredo kid, to follow isn't it. It's impossible to fucking it is. follow. <laughs> I did try. There were some really stiff-looking strikes by the Laredo kid. I wouldn't mind seeing a bit more of him, like maybe in a, in a singles, just to see if he is genuinely yeah. all right or utter shite. And then there's this fucking ridiculous Northern Light suplex spot, which was just fucking insulting. Where he does like is that way does the the it three in a row?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that all
1: the time. Some of the spots are really fucking lame, though. It's like there's so much setting up to do, so much waiting and staring, and and then this dickhead. This inserted gimmick knobhead stops everything for five minutes to take his fucking glove off. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get why.
2: What the note? Zero miedo, whatever it is. You don't get yeah, it. But why do you have to take your glove? Yeah, but why do you have to take your glove off? It's nuance. That's why.
1: Fucking new ponts. I, I think he has it
2: tattooed on his knuckles or something. Probably. Beautiful. I don't know.
1: <laughs> but is there, is there any point to it? There isn't, is there? It's, it no, takes a no point age. whatsoever. <laughs> it's, this, this shit is literally the antithesis of what I like. Yeah. Dreadful it's, it really is. I can't keep up, obviously. It's just non-stop. It's just move after move. It's all impressive looking. Do you know what I mean? You go, oh, fucking hell, wow. That's... But after a while, you just sort of desensitise to it. But there's no story. There's barely any selling. And it goes so fucking long. <laughs>
2: This is what this is the match they wanted at all in. You know, that all that, that that 25 minutes oh, that could have
1: been a classic, instant <laughs> classic. Yeah, there's a Canadian destroyer, not one second of selling. <laughs> old, old Kenneth gets in for his clean up with his uh, snapdragon suplexes, and then <laughs> he th- loves them, doesn't he? <laughs> they're, a good, they're a good move, but when he does it, you just think oh, that's a bit weak. Some mental over-the-buckled dive out by Ray Phoenix. He is the spottiest of all spot monkeys That fucking He's the worst of the lot, I think, generally. Yeah. And then a Spanish fly to Omega by the Laredo Kid. Don't like that move. But I've seen it all before. Seen it all before. Last time and the time before. And the one before that. And it's like, if this is what you like, fair enough, it's just not for me at all. JR calls it out. No idea who's legal, he says. Obviously, Jim. <laughs> you know? What's the no point? One, you just have a talk. hate. No knows who's legal. What's yeah, the exactly. Point well, that's, that's lucha rules, isn't it? <laughs> and then all three of these fucking morons do Hadoukens, and I was done. Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> <I> knew- <laughs> and the worst part about it is, Penta, Phoenix, and Laredo Kid... That's the most he sold and they no, never fucking touched him. <laughs> oh, I tried. I tried. You best. did.
2: You did. You tried. You did. You generally tried.
1: <laughs> and then
2: we the get, Lucha uh, Brothers are so shit. I hate them so much. Man, I hate yeah. the Young Bucks, but the, I think the Lucha Brothers are worse. They're actually worse.
1: I think they just pair of them together, just bring the worst out of each other. Yeah. You're probably right, <laughs> and then we get the convoluted angel on the Laredo kid for free. What the did he look? Any
2: good? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um,
1: what did, yeah, he's got to say the pin because he's not back. He's not coming back. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> echo a lot of your sentiments, mate. It was an absolute shit show. <laughs> Arguably, on the level of as bad as the other six way match we, six man match we watched it all in. Maybe not as bad for spots, but it wasn't far off <laughs> like i said young bucks never been a fan really I like i like some of the odd bits of omega but when he's with these two he just he's at his worst the cosplay this is this is this is where they get called the cosplay like wrestlers isn't it because of stuff like this yeah doing spots like that where they're doing fake fucking power blast hand hand blasters and the stuff like that. it's just like it's come, okay. on. come on guys i mean there's 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 one thing just doing a fucking spot-heavy match. There's one thing just taking the piss, doing stuff like that, I think. it's like just takes it to
1: another level. I'm just going to quote somebody. This match had everything. Literally had everything. Every mad fucking move in the world (laughs) in it. Is that what constitutes great these days? I I, I don't know. Is that Dave Meltzer's uh, quote by any chance? No, it was on comms. (laughs) Fucking Golden Boy or whatever he's called. Oh, Jesus.
2: There's just nothing to it, I, is it? There's, no, there's no story, there's no psychology, there's nothing to get your teeth into, it's just watching, it's like watching, you know when Jericho's gone on about wrestling going in the uh, fucking Olympics, this is the sort of match you need to put in because it's all fucking gymnastics and flips and shite and stuff like that.
1: Which he can't do anymore. I thought it was longer than <laughs> fucking 10 minutes.
2: It felt longer. Do you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> but it was 20. But uh, at <laughs> the halfway point, I thought, this is long as fuck. And yeah. then it went another 10 minutes. I'm like, it just doesn't need the it. The 20 minutes felt um, like an hour. And this is the problem. It's like, it doesn't matter who's in the match. It's like, well, it's got to go 20 minutes. Semi-main. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to go 20 minutes. I've seen fucking main events that have gone 10 that have been better. I saw Dean and Eddie go fucking 12 minutes on Nitro last week, and it was infinitely better than anything on this card. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> what are you giving that one ratings wise? I don't think he's going to be that generous, is it?
1: <laughs> um, it's got, it gets one star from me, and the reason is because Laredo kid looked decent at first and had a nice arm drag. I think that's probably fair. One star, I, I'd have to agree with. That, I think. But again, it's not really up it's to not to, what we think. No, <laughs> David Nelson Shooting Stars gives that a lovely, whopping, concise four and a half stars.
2: <laughs> four and a half stars no one can tell me that that guy isn't best mates of him or in with him do you know what I mean to give that four and a half stars a match that's got He's nothing to it
1: <laughs> yeah but he likes that kind of stuff because you don't have to you know think and you just you don't have to sit there and let it build within you And you, you know what I mean it's all it's just like it's like wrestling for people with ADHD <laughs> And I'm not was saying he... having ADHD is bad, but you know, it's people with, with short attention spans. Yeah. It's something he... new every second.
2: Did he not find the finish a bit too predictable with Omega
1: hitting the one wing angel though? It's a bit predictable that, innit? How that finish is the most protective thing on the fucking planet, I'll never know.
2: <laughs> you see it the... was it it was the Osprey match, wasn't it? Where um Will Ospreay hit him with his finish and he kicked out at one. One, yeah. And everyone pops like it's a massive deal. It's like, is he not just buried his own finishing move there?
1: Exactly. Because <laughs> if I you, you, if you look at it, do you not remember when we've seen them pa- package pile drivers and everyone's yeah. no selling him and then oh he, he gets pinned with that fucking thing, which is essentially a I Michinoku mean, you know, driver off yeah. his shoulders. You can't you can't hit it on everybody. Yeah. You can only hit it on smaller people. How is that gonna hurt you as much as a package pile driver? it can't because <laughs> as much as people say like Kenny Omega doesn't take wrestling seriously he takes that fucking finish seriously
2: oh god yeah <laughs> no one's Jesus. kicked
1: out of it in AEW I don't think Joe Do you know if I was a wrestler in AEW I'd like to think I'd be some sort of you know like wig and snake Pit kind of shooter guy if I was a wrestler <laughs> hopefully I'd, I'd I'd just I'd just go into business with myself mate I'd just kick out, just it kick out of it not like even one it's not even one <laughs> And, <laughs> and make him look like a tit. The out of him. Yeah, Is
2: that it? <laughs> that'd be brilliant. That, <laughs> but um, that 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 was the end of the show, wasn't it, John? Apparently all, all, so. Well, jo- Justin Roberts takes over from, that, from after that, though, doesn't he?
1: Oh yeah, but not before comms put over this next monstrosity. <laughs> Apparently, Joey Janela said he's willing to die in the ring.
2: <laughs> I wish he would. That's
1: I think the fact that he's still alive is the most disappointing part of the show. <laughs> so go on, you—you you, you were saying the dapper yapper started uh, <laughs> yapping on in his Pee Wee Herman outfit. Uh,
2: well, Obviously, this is a non-sanctioned match that's been listed as Justin as Roberts comes on it he, and he gets his serious voice on. Uh, he really means it. This, <laughs> he said, this is a non-sanctioned match. The event's now over, the lights will go off, but when they come back on, this is going to be a non-sanctioned wrestling match or whatever. What's the fucking point? No, but Nothing that's the way... If, you,
1: if you're doing... Right, that all stems from, like, Eddie Gray in Florida, I think, where they had, they had legitimate athletic commissions, so all mm-hmm. the matches had to be sanctioned by the athletic commissions. So they had to do that and say, we're not responsible for anything, and that's how you should do, like, the hardcore fucking grudge match. But it's not a grudge match; it's just a bullshit match with no build to it. And so they've got yeah, they don't have, the right a, they don't have commissions
2: think. anymore, do they?
1: Fucking it. No, but but it was a nod to the past, and that I thought it was it was smart to do it like that, just to complete wrong people to fucking do it. Yeah. So we get lukewarm John Moxley versus Joey Janela, <laughs> and so it begins the Moxley Hardcore era. <laughs> okay his hell. fetish
2: begins or begins again
1: <laughs> that, this fucking pudgy little dumpling Joey Ginella comes out does his fucking dog shit forward roll he looks like a complete dickhead then X- Excalibur puts him. himself over he says <laughs> Joey Ginella showed me a picture at one of my matches in 2004 no yeah one of the three people he said he circled him on the picture it's like yeah it's not hard to point out yourself on an Excalibur match, is it? <laughs> when there's no one there. The fuck, yeah, eight <laughs> people in the audience. Was
2: <laughs> he just thinks he's or... a fucking legend or not he?
1: Excalibur. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I've never heard of him until he did commentary for these, like, literally never heard of the guy. I'd, I'd heard of him because he was on call, because I'd watched the odd PWG show back when, yeah. you know, I thought, oh, well, is the authority. So I'll check out the it's it's turd. I watched a, a PWG paper uh pay per view called Steenwolf. Because <laughs> it had them all on it back in the day, like Steen and fucking uh generico and all that kind of shit. Yeah. People who've actually, you know, made a name for themselves and made money now. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 not good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joey Janelle is an absolute shit stain as well, to be fair. Like yeah, we mentioned earlier.
1: Yeah, he's in the Havoc Chuck Taylor fucking crew. (laughs) At Um, least he wasn't wearing main event
2: pants this time, though. He don't deserve them.
1: Don't deserve it. Uh, (laughs) John Moxley, for me, has better music, infinitely better music, like this, and a better entrance than he does now.
2: Yeah. His music was well better when he first started. Yeah. The Wild Thing is just garbage.
1: It's too poppy, innit? It's like... (laughs) <laughs> it's, it doesn't it doesn't scream menace. This guy's going to fuck me up.
2: His music was it, better then because it sounded a bit like his, a little bit. It sounded a bit like his Ambrose tune. Like a bit a bit me, a bit of a maniac. Like
1: Yeah, it was just like, like mad metal, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. But you get he gets a good reaction to be fair. This is his first match. Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, he did he see uh, oh, on start, the poker though. sheet. What was There's he thinking? Behind it though, isn't it? You got no TV. You'd have thought it'd be Omega. He comes into it as like the big debut,
2: and you'd think, right, I'll save myself for the big pay per view. Um, angle with Omega at the end of uh, Double and Nothing, didn't he? You think, yeah, have an interaction with him in this show. Don't don't go in and f- Don't have your first match be some shite with Joey Janela.
1: I <laughs> said it would have been. It would have made more sense that Moxley had interfered in the six man and fucked over Omega. Doing the one winged angel and he got he got caught by Laredo kid or something. Get that kid over. Yeah. I don't know. I hate the fact that I'm called John because of Justin Roberts.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> fucking hate it. <laughs> so this this is no DQ, no count out, <laughs> anything goes. Just like everything he fucking does, right? I can't wait to hear what you think about this. <laughs> Did you see his like pseudo bad boy swagger walk that he does, John John Moxley? Yeah, he thinks he's stone he's, cold me. It's fucking comical. He looks like Liam Gallagher with rickets.
2: <laughs> 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 Maybe. <laughs> don't really want to know. <laughs>
1: and John, I'll be honest with you. I don't really want to know. <laughs> But like I said before, this unsanctioned lights out match, here, it works. If it's like the blow off grudge match, do you know what I mean? This is yeah. just a nothing, nothing <laughs> it's just, match. It's
2: just absolutely nothing for it. It's just fantasy, isn't it? Just oh I want to get a yeah. I wanna do a hardcore match. I want to prove that I can do them now.
1: Like that's what it is, isn't it? That's all it is. Like, Joe, you know we mentioned before, like Cody's not a big guy, but the size difference with Derby was like really massive. Yeah. But it, it worked, because Derby has that physical charisma of uh, I'm a mad yeah. swap. Yeah, Janela is fucking tiny compared to Moxley, and he's not a massive guy. But yeah. it just looked shit.
2: It looked awful, didn't it? Like Janela, I can't. I don't get him. I just don't get what anyone sees in that guy. And he he was he was contracted to AEW for a long time. Like they kept him yeah. around for so long, and he is one of the worst. Things I've ever seen in wrestling, he's got he doesn't have a look, he ain't got the body, he can't talk, he's working the ring. shite. Like, what has he got?
1: Like, well, he's got nothing. Friends with the Young Bucks, <laughs> that's it, isn't it? That's all well, it is. That's it. They hired though, they hired a lot of people on their suggestion. They must have done, yeah. And then when I think Moxley was the first, obviously, Jericho was the initial big name, but I mean, like household name that everybody knew. But Jericho clearly was doing that whole, oh, oh, get in bed with these guys because these are the cool kids. Moxley, you know, everybody kind of knew what he was like at his core. He was a bit of a fucking daft swat. So he could get on board with all the shit. Before this even started, I'm just thinking this is just going to be weapons and high spots. That's all it's going to be. No story, no nothing, no psychology, no fucking selling. Janela does really sloppy dives. You start fighting in the crowd. Bunch of chops, obviously. Tables out I feel about like I five say this minutes. Match in. a lot now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> with, with Moxley.
1: There was one uh, interesting bit call back to one of your guys, Big Kev, where they <laughs> uh, take a false leg yeah. from some guy out of the crowd and hit him, which is what uh, Nash did to Mad Dog Vashan on the WWE pay per view years ago. Huh. Which which I you're on about. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chairs are out. All his matches are the fucking same.
2: Yeah. So I mean I feel like I've seen this about a hundred times now.
1: <laughs> He's bleeding quite quickly on his eyebrow, of course. I don't know yeah. if it was hard way or his gig, but, but who knows? <laughs> probably gigged. But I didn't see it, so you know we can't call him out on that. Uh barbed wire chair in now. <laughs> He puts it on Janella's chest, which then Moxley proceeds to stand on him on the barbed wire chair on his fucking chest. And within three seconds, he's up again, Janella. <laughs> to deliver a top rope Hurricane Rana about 10 seconds after he's been stood on onto the barbed wire chair, utter shite. Utter shite. <laughs> I'm renaming it. I'm renaming it to... Couldn't get any shite fest. <laughs> <laughs> it's got no pace. It's got no story. The crowd's fucking silent. No fucking bubbling under. Like if it was like if there was a blow off to a feud, the crowd would be like. You could feel the energy from the crowd. Yeah. It was fucked There's all. No just a, just ooze and groans for every fucking mad weapon spot. There's like it was turd. It was there was a waste of a table spot because they fuck about. And then sort of side rushing leg sweep or summer and both go through it. It's like, what's the point in both go, no, just use the table spot for a fucking big impact spot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was just
1: it was just like it's just literally just like doing a clothesline. It was fucking just in just part of it. <laughs> I'm sat here waiting for Don't forget, the, for the, don't forget
2: th- the barbed wire table
1: though. Oh, I've not forgot about that. <laughs> I'm just sat here waiting for the fucking thumbtacks to come out because I'm ob- obviously they're coming out at some point. So there just happens to be a barbed wire board under the ring. Just happens, <laughs> and then there's chance of you sick fuck. <laughs> it's so funny that, isn't it. <laughs> oh, oh, we w- we must have left that
2: barbed wire table under the under the ring again.
1: <laughs> oh no, you're joking! But what that, that, <laughs> that need to that. make them think they need to use it. <laughs> moxley takes a bump through it barely sells it ladders out now Janella elbows him off a ladder that's in the ring outside through moxley who's like laid across two tables outside janela straight back up that spot was impressive 20 years ago in the tlc match it's been done better <laughs> A lot better with more impact,
2: better people, with more impact,
1: and meaning at a WrestleMania. <laughs> so you know, Moxley's up about a minute or so later. He sold it for a minute. The barbed wire boards on the outside. There's another one on the outside, by the way. Yeah. And Moxley, Moxley does shows everything he learned in the WWF by giving him a John Cena AA out <laughs> ring through the barbed wire board, which Just was uh, the
2: attitude.
1: Uh, which Excalibur went death valley bomb or something? <laughs> it's oh Mark, it's just wank. It's utter wank. It's yeah, it's so bad. It's <laughs> so fucking bad. And then Moxley does these wanky weak knees, where you can see there's no fucking way he's touching him. It's like, look, mate, you're going through barbed wire and all so you just fucking need a cut in the face, honestly. You may as well. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you well. Know <laughs> you know? And then he gets a bucket out. And I'm thinking, a fucking bucket. But oh, here's the tax.
2: <laughs> about about fucking thousands of them, did he?
1: <laughs> it takes off Janela's shitty little fucking trainers and his sweaty socks. I'm just thinking, fuck <laughs> this. And he, dro- he drops his feet first on him and then gets a paradigm shift for free. It was fucking utter garbage, both literally and figuratively. It took for fucking ever. It was slow, laborious, plodding. It had no fucking cohesion to it. It, it was 20 fucking minutes. <laughs> it, it was woeful, wasn't it? It was so it wasn't, bad. It wasn't as bad as Paige Janella. <laughs> not quite but it wasn't far off <laughs> and then the best bit of the match is next so old Kenneth runs in and hits the best one of his weak knee V trigger things I've ever seen him hit because he's running at him and he just fucking wants him in the face I thought right fair do's yeah. it's, 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 you know what is like he's like, yeah just do, do it for real yeah
2: <laughs> Make that open that gash up a bit further Want to bleed yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want stitches tonight. It's dope. (laughs) And then I go home, and then I say, look, Renee, look at my face. And she sticks her tongue in my open wound. She fucking loves it. It's foreplay. (laughs) Then he pile drives him on the table, the broken table. He puts another one on him, and then he does a springboard double stomp on him. Cause, Cause, that's what you do if you're in a fight. You'd, you'd, <laughs> let me get in the ring and let me do a springboard. Just fucking not just fucking it hands. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get some sort of leverage on it, just climb on the fucking edge of the apron and jump off. Yeah, you don't have to fucking piss about. And then the fight to the back area and hit him with a mic stand. Why is there a fucking full band set up there? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Starts playing the drums and start beating him with drumsticks. And then he hits him with a guitar, which is fair play because it was an electric guitar. So it's a hard bodied electric guitar. It's not some fucking acoustic nonsense. And then he walks off. Just walks off. So Moxley shakes it, shakes off the refs who were trying to help him to the back. And Omega runs out with a bin. (laughs) Clocks him with a bin. DDTs him on the bin. And then I'm thinking, I suppose this builds their match, right? I get that. Yeah. Moxley's smiling. So I'm saying, is this the story? Is this the nuance Moxley wants to bring out that side of Omega? I to think take so. To his level,
2: yeah. Because I, if I might be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure they have a similar style match. at all out. Is,
1: that, is it the Exploding Ring one?
2: No, that's that's much further on the line. But I think they have a lights out match or an unsanctioned match or something stupid like that. I'm pretty sure that's one of the matches uh, all out. So you now, could be right with that. For me,
1: that's actually a good little story. Yeah, but it's just the two people who are telling the story. I don't really think are very good.
2: <laughs> good, good story. Not no, no one to execute it.
1: No, it's <laughs> like if it's like if you know. Great Expectations had been written by a four-year-old or something. <laughs> nice premise, <laughs>
2: but he's uh, got a moustache.
1: <laughs> That's it. Okay, so what did you think of this?
2: <laughs> I don't know if anything else can be said. I mean, it was an absolute shit show from start to finish. I mean, it wasn't. It was. Um, it's possibly the worst matches I've seen ever. Maybe not as bad as Janela and Paige, but not far off. <laughs> It's just, just trash, isn't it? Pointless. Pointless match. No story. Like you said, there's no reason for them to be having this match other than deathmatch fetish. That's literally all it is. It's fucking pointless. I don't like I don't like all these disgusting barbed wire spots. They do nothing for me. They just make me cringe. It's just uncomfortable to watch. Do
1: you know what the um, worst part of it is with with Moxley and his stuff? He's he's like a sanitized version of it. Because yeah. def- I've seen death matches that are infinitely fucking more fucked up than this, and mm. worse. They're not. F- they're not for me at all. But it's like if you if you're going to proclaim yourself as king of the death match, blah blah blah, at least fucking go to town. It that's go one thing hog. you can say about. Yeah, one thing you can say about Nick Gage, you know, he's a prick. I don't like him, but he fucking he goes for it, doesn't he? <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is on pay-per-view it's not like they've even got to worry about TV yet
2: yeah oh, I know. it's just it's not for me Joey Janella is the worst one of the worst people I've ever seen in wrestling like there's no no redeeming qualities at all no like nothing to. I, I, at any point in this match did I go yeah that was quite good that from Janella. no, there's, no. I mean even with Moxie there's things you go alright he did that alright did that okay but Janella <sighs> you know, if I if I I'd be so happy if I never saw a match of his again. But I know we're gonna to have to watch one or two of them still. But yeah, it was just an absolute net mess of a match. Just I remember what I I I don't think I watched it fully when it first came like when it, when that first pay per view was on, and I think it was one of them where I just thought this is wank this so I switched off. I think it was generally that. I think there was there was moments in the match where I nearly did that again, but you know, there is there are rules to maintain, isn't there? <laughs>
1: I'm kind of like I'm kind of looking forward to Janela matches now because I want to I want to see if we can beat the Page match <laughs> um, um, see if we can get worse yeah
2: I'm sure I'm, I'm trying to think of any other matches he, he might have on pay-per-view because I don't know I'd, I know he had some on tally that were pretty bad
1: but I don't know when they are I mean the one thing you can say about the Young Bucks is I, I usually they'd be the worst match for me yeah. Unless was unless on the card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why they went on before him, didn't they?
2: Just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure so, knew.
1: what was your match rating for this, mate? Can you give zero stars? Yep, I've given it yep. a zero.
2: Dodd. nothing. Nothing to it. No qualities.
1: But I did give the afterbirth a two. That's fair enough, because it builds to something, doesn't it? But the match the match is a zero. Let me just clarify that. The <laughs> yeah, the, the match well. is woeful. <laughs> Z- I mean, zero is actually quite generous.
2: I think you should take a yeah. star off somewhere else for it because it's that bad. They <laughs> should take a... <laughs>
1: However, Mark, it's not as generous as some people. <laughs> God We're him, going man. over to Davy Meltzer shooting stars <laughs> for the last time tonight. Four and a quarter. Oh, my God. It makes no sense. No, <laughs> the match or his ratings.
2: The, him, the
1: match, the rating. Like
2: he proclaim, pro- proclaims to love, like the high spot type match, but then this is nothing like that. What? What does he like about
1: this? Yeah, but if you remember a couple of weeks ago, last week or something, I sent you something where there's actual print of him saying he didn't like Lucha Libre. <laughs>
2: Four quarter stars. That's insane. That's actually insanity.
1: It didn't even really get over in that room because the only, the only sort of made noise for like something. It was all that like, oh.
2: you. It wasn't like big pops or anything. But like, what, what was it?
1: No, I just find it completely fucking asinine. Absolute cretin. So the pay per view as a whole. One good match, one solid match. The rest was turd.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's a fair assessment. It was. Is it definitely classed as a pay per view, or is it like a special event? Like, I don't, I don't know.
1: Well, it was a lot shorter than the fucking pay per views. It was only two yeah. and a half hours long, so it's a good like hour and a half, two hours shorter.
2: Yeah, it was built like a pay per view, I suppose. But like you said, it was there was one. Good match, one solid ish opener, and then the rest was a bag of shit. <laughs>
1: Pretty Just plain and invisible. simple. Seems like a pattern emerging. Yep. <laughs> decent, decent Cody match, solid solid sort of Chris Daniels sort of SCU match, and <laughs> that's yeah.
2: it. We might be seeing that quite a bit over the next uh, next few viewings. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, who's your MVP, mate? I think there's a sort of Star-making performance, Darby Allen. I'm actually going to go the other way for that. I was going to go for making the star, Cody Rhodes.
2: Yeah, I mean we're both on the same lines, aren't we? I think I think Cody does. Yeah, to be fair, Cody deserves credit for he gave him a bit, gave him a big leg up there, didn't he? I would say. And I think Darby, you know, he, he stepped up. That's probably the biggest match he's ever had at that point. I would imagine. Um, oh god, yeah. I can't imagine he'd have had anything bigger. Um, and he sort of. He made a name for himself as well as, obviously, Cody did his best to help with that as well. But, yeah, I think Cody or Derby, to be fair. I think that leads into the match of the night, though, doesn't it, quite well?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Janella versus Moxley. <laughs> no,
2: that was unsanctioned,
1: mate. Oh, yeah, sorry, it wasn't a match. Well, it wasn't a match, to be fair. So. Yeah, Col- Cody versus Derby, match of the night, easily. Yeah, easily. By far. By far. Who's your, who's your dick of the day? It's tough.
2: There's Janela. There's Havoc. Oh, Jimmy Hav- Havoc yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, shit. Moxley. Yeah. But I would probably say, for that abomination of a match at the end there, Joey Janella. Absolutely. Yeah, it's got to be Janella.
1: Man. Honourable mention to the Elite for the fucking Hadouken spot as well. <laughs> Is that not spot of the night? No. <laughs> No, what what was your worst spot of the night? <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that or oh, the thumbtacks the thumb tacks and the feet spot. Yeah, that was bad. Getting his horrible feet out. It was ranted. <laughs> yeah, I think hadouken the Hadoop spot. spot's bad though. <laughs> what was the most egregious high spot of the night? Take take your pick, really. <laughs> <laughs> you picking the six man, in it?
2: Fucking hell. I'm trying to think what was worse than anything.
1: That whole match?
2: There was that There was that one where there was that fucking headstand fucking moonsault bullshit thing from Jungle, Jungle Boy that was a shocker as well. Nearly fucking yeah, knocked himself out. I think I'd probably have to give it that. Because it was sort yeah, of like, in, I, can't even, I can't even think of one that stands out in that six mags. There's so bloody many of them.
1: I'll agree wholeheartedly with you there. <laughs> Well, that is episode three of, well, wouldn't you know, we won the Tony in the bag. Thank fuck. (laughs) Next up for us in August, we've got a three in August. Our August uh, schedule is looking like this. We're going to take a trip over to Vince's gaff Mm. for the Royal Rumble 1997, which is going to be interesting trying to fucking, you know, figure out how to review that madness. Yeah. But we have done World War Three, so it should be a walk <laughs> in the park.
2: Yeah, we've had practice.
1: <laughs> then we're going to do our second episode of our past tense with better lighting this time. Sorry, <laughs> um, we're going to go to the Great American Bash 1991. Couple of a uh, couple of mangs involved in that. <laughs> no, no flare, flare had jumped. Oh, see how the landscape is then. And then we're going to get back on the nitro bus for the 20th of January on the road to sold out. We're going to do that, 20th of January, 1997. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. But the next in this timeline is going to be Fight for the Fall in 2019. That'll be happening in September. So what we're going to do now, we're just going to give you a quick run through the card and watch us all cry. (laughs) So there's there's two matches on the buy-in pre-show thing. That we're going to miss, thankfully. <laughs> we, we, we're going to miss Sonny Kiss versus the librarian Peter Avalon. <laughs> I'm so glad we're missing that. <laughs> we're also going to miss B Priestley and Shoko Nakajima. No idea who either of those B. are.
2: Priestley, isn't that the one that... She's with... It's Darby Allens' misses, isn't it? I think.
1: I have no idea. Can't, I... And they're against Britt Baker and Riho. Classic tag match (laughs) went 15 minutes. Oh, god! (laughs) But on the main card, we kick off with a six man tag. Obviously, MJF Sammy Guevara and Sean Spears versus Darby Allen, and two of the worst humans on the planet, Jimmy Havoc and Joey (laughs) Janela
2: Oh, god,
1: that is atrocious! That is it. After that, we get an absolute classic in the making. Brandy Rhodes versus Ali, that you were mentioning.
0: (laughs) That's what I thought was on this one.
1: (laughs) Then after that, we get a three-way tag match. The Dark Order versus Angelico and Jack Evans versus the Jurassic Express. Oh, God. I know. No, <laughs> that's bad at it. After that, Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. So this is a one-on-one
2: match, I suppose.
1: <laughs> but obviously, we can't have a one-on-one match too much. We get a tag team match next: The Lucha Brothers versus SoCal Uncensored
2: Okay, maybe so. Good. Maybe SCU might bring them down to earth a bit. Who knows?
1: Then we get Kenny Omega versus Chima. And the main event, the half an hour main event, is the Young Bucks versus the Brotherhood of Cody and Dustin. So I'm hoping, some I'm hoping the them off. two can do something. Yeah, it. there's a lot of tag matches there, isn't there? Fucking hell. Yeah. It's a big <laughs> card as well. There's like two, four, six. There's seven matches on it, which is a sweet spot, but everything's got to go fucking 15, 20, hasn't it? So...
2: Yeah, it's probably going to be a little bit longer than this one, isn't it? Just a touch. Yeah, but you can't oh, wait, well. Mark.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm starting to regret this. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, I started to regret that the minute I put all in on, but
2: <laughs> no, it's but... quite funny though. Just to listen to your reactions, I do appreciate. I do like it.
1: <laughs> well, I I haven't seen half of it because. When they started i was like i kind of knew what he was going to be yeah and i I wasn't really a massive omega fan i, I really didn't like the young bucks. like chuck, i thought chuck taylor was a credit and all these people that kept on like coming out and i'm like oh god not him and the only sort of shining light in it at the start ironically enough was oh well jericho must do something but he don't fucking wrestle in these yeah. initial ones does he he's, he's not until all out, yeah. So, <laughs> and you know, Jericho at the time, I still thought Jericho was decent,
2: yeah. So, but, he, he was good for the first six to eight months, I would say. So, at least there's that,
1: maybe, yeah. At least there's that. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's coming to you in September, yeah. Next month, next month should be better,
2: yes. Yeah, it to be some good stuff.
1: Royal Rumble. Bit of nitro, yep. and uh take Mark back to the 1991, which is five years from Starcade '86. I'm hoping they've got more light bulbs.
2: I'm hoping <laughs> <laughs> they've got one. They've got one giant yeah. bulb above the arena. Yeah.
1: <laughs> hoping they've got some, you know, more sort of cameraman training going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's only it's only in one venue as well, so
2: that's a plus point. I'd imagine the production is. value be. Increased significantly as well at that point.
1: Yeah, Ted Serdas bought them, so you know there's, yeah. there's money there. Yeah, got a war chest, <laughs> a war chest. Yeah, <laughs> Ted it's <Turner's> war room. What <laughs> <laughs> do you mean? <laughs> right, so obviously, we will see you at the beginning of August. It will be the Royal Rumble 1997. Just want to just thank everybody. We've uh, we've smashed a thousand downloads, and yeah, that is that is the goal we had when we started this out thousand for the year, and we've done it with about three weeks to spare. So, We're pretty pleased about
2: that, aren't we? Thanks, guys. So
1: 12, yeah, thank everyone who's downloaded us, enjoyed us, subscribed to us on Spotify, you know, left us a decent review, all that kind of stuff. Really appreciate it. We will now be uh. Aiming for the for the 2,000, hopefully, mm. Yeah. In the next year. So, yeah, we we, we do this because we enjoy it. We don't do it for money. We don't do it for, you know, kudos. If you like it, you like it, great. We love that. But we'd be doing it anyway, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we never thought anybody would get our brand of partridge-based fucking humour. So it's just nice. <laughs> so, as always, if you want to interact with us, it's at AdjectivePod on X.
2: <laughs> it's officially changed now, has not it? It has.
1: Still got my little bird on me. On me. If you want to leave us a five star Davy Meltzer on Spotify, please do. I've noticed. I've looked at our rating, and I noticed some people have not left us a five star Davy Meltzer. Shocking, yeah. shocking behaviour. If, if he can give, if he can give, fucking Moxley versus Janela four and a quarter stars. You can give us five.
2: Yeah, we deserve five, surely, for listening to that alone.
1: <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to us and follow us on Spotify as well. Super kick that uh, subscribe button. Do not slap your thigh. Chun Li spinning bird kick. Fucking bucketeers side kick. Dirty Roddy Piper in Segori. AJ Styles Pele kick. Whatever you want to do. Chrissy Jezza missile drop kick circa 1997. <laughs> just kick the fuck out of it. Do not do any lame chops. Do not do the, the boo yay or yay boo or whatever they call it they <laughs> one and then the other. Just just subscribe. However you want to do it, no thighs no laughing. <life lasting. laughs> There's no further business, Mark.
2: No, no, nothing else to report today.
1: And in that case, I will say those new two words, Scorpio Sky. Goodbye.
0: Sometimes may be good sometimes may be shit